We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. What's up, y'all? This is Shaquille Bird, Super Bowl 50 and 55 champ. I want to let y'all know y'all listen to one of the best sports shows out there right now. And thanks for tuning in to the Rough Cut Sportscast. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside ya boy, ya boy, A.J. Johnson and below us. With the old crazy eyes, Dylan. That's gonna be. Can I can I dub him that nickname? <laughs> Dylan, crazy eyes, Kearns. Ooh, I don't know, man. I, I got a connection. I don't know. Crazy eyes already. <laughs> you have never be another crazy eyes and Eddie Griffin and uh, the new guy. Uh, I'm sorry. That, that I don't know. Fact, there is a fun fact about these glasses. We got them when we were in Florida with all the tickets we accustomed with all of our games that we played. Florida. Good times. Good times. Good time. What's up, boys? It's a beautiful June 10th, Thursday evening. We have football on the docket tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The return. The return of the football talk coming from the Rough Cut Sportscast. AJ, what's up, buddy? How are you doing today? How are you feeling? Lots of lots of Falcons news lately. And you you probably know the best out of all of us. How are you you feeling? As uh, I feel pretty good, you know. Today was a uh, relaxation day. Yesterday's show was awesome. And uh, the editing of the show was uh, extended. So I had a pretty late night. So I, I, I took a little rest today. I've realized now, you know, I used to feel bad about my naps. I now realize that I actually just work at night now. That's it. It's not like I'm actually being unproductive. I just have a different work schedule now. It's going to suck when I get a real job and have a new different work schedule. And we'll still have the late nights. But, you know, it is what it is. So. You know, but I'm good. I got some rest. I'm well rested, ready to bait you guys with my mediocre top ten Ooh. trios list. And uh, yeah, vibing. We're expecting that. Me, we we are expecting that mediocre level. Something you brought up though before I go to Dylan here. Last night's show was fantastic. Special shout out to everyone who hopped on. AJ and I made an executive decision last night that we are going to try and do those types of shows 
more often. Yeah. So, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, the rough cut sports cast is for sports fans by sports fans. It will literally emphasize that by sports fans part. When we include everybody in our shows, it was a great time last night. We were looking forward to doing that more often. Dylan, what's up with you, buddy? Whoa. Thank you for being a fan. Watch the show with us. Your heart is true. Your comments are great for the show. <laughs> On that row. <laughs> I think that's what they call freestyling. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. I laid out a beat next time. My fault. My good job. Fault. Good job. Yo, what's up, buddy? Uh, nothing much. Got my head rung around a little bit at slow pitch softball the other day. Uh, I'm still feeling the effects on the left side of my head. Took a softball drilled right there. Was knocked on the ground. Hat flew off, rolled around like a turkey there for a little bit. But, you know, uh, feeling feeling pretty well, which is why I got the earbuds rocking today. But I'm excited to talk football. I believe my list is the best as usual, and I'm excited to sell it to you guys. As usual. As usual. He's not saying it's the best as usual. He's saying he feels it's the best as he yeah. usually feels about feels. his list. And he is usually wrong about his every list. time. <laughs> every time. Dylan, Dylan, when you uh when you went down to the ground, you said you went down to the ground pretty hard. Did you break out any of those awesome break dancing moves <laughs> as you the ground? I did not. Wow. I uh Man. I, I rolled on the ground. I didn't I didn't perform any of my uh, well, you, rolled on, you rolled on the ground when you were doing your dance moves, though. No, I, I <laughs> tried to lift my leg in the air. If you go back, I was trying to explain it. But anyway, it was uh, it was it was crazy. It's good. It was good. It was good. Yes, indeed, though, we are talking football. I know we've been getting a lot of requests to talk football. Tonight is the night that we're catching everybody up on what has been going down in the NFL. We had that, obviously, that big news, which AJ brought it up on his Fast Five, which you can check out on the YouTubes, the Twittersphere, and all of those other platforms if you want to watch it again. And if you want to listen to it, all podcasting platforms. Julio Jones traded to the Tennessee Titans, creating the trio of Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, and A.J. Brown. Deadly trio made us think, you know what? Why don't we rank trios? And then I saw Pro Football Focus drop their deadliest trios, and it was only offensive players. And I'm like, where's the defensive love? So tonight, in our main event, we'll be breaking down the Rough Cut Ranks top 10 list of the best trios in the NFL, whether that be on the offensive side, on the defensive side. We'll be having both. Main event time, though. Guys, before we get into any of that, though, before we get into any of that, let's kind of let's kind of recap here. Let's kind of do a little recap skis. AJ, between the last time we talked about football, around roughly around draft time to now, what has been the story that you feel like the fans should know and be brought up to speed on the most? There have been, and I'm sorry to go the homer out, but I'm going to. There have been some misconceptions about what went down with Julio. Listen, Julio Jones and the organization talked about a trade months ago. But once you're not getting any motion before the draft, you basically fall back off those and you move forward and you worry about the draft. And then you have to think about that post-June uh, cap. And that's when the deal needed to be made for Julio, which is why it was so easy for him on national TV, even though he didn't know he's on TV, to say, I'm out of there. He knew what the deal was. He knew that was going to happen. Uh, he knew he was going to be going. He just kind of expedited the situation. So uh, I'm not happy he's gone, but him leaving allows us to do things like, I don't know, sign Kyle Pitts, which is kind of important, seeing as how you got him number four overall. 
uh, among uh, Richie Grant and Darren Hall, the defensive players we need as well. So uh, it's sad that he's gone. He'll be forever missed. We're happy that we had him. We're sorry that Kyle Shanahan got a job before he went to the Super Bowl and basically just shat the bed. But, uh, you know, you're not going to win with Tennessee either. So happy on career. <laughs> Ooh, I don't think he's going to win in Tennessee either, but Dylan, what about you, buddy? What's going on in your brain that you feel like the, uh, the, the universe, the rough cut universe, the rough cut crew needs to hear about catch them up to speed with one of those stories. Well, my story comes out of green Bay and we've talked multiple times on this show about Aaron Rodgers, especially on draft night, the rumors surrounding potentially going to Denver and uh, joining forces there. I think Gus popped in and told us about the rumors sur- uh, surrounding that over there but what really sticks out to me we all assume that this guy wasn't going to be here Aaron Rodgers he actually is not at OTAs right now it's it's June 10th and Bryce or not Bryce uh Jordan Love quarterback they drafted in the first round last year has been taking some reps he's looked decent from what we've seen and at least heard on Twitter and he says that he's ready to start I don't know if Green Bay believes that he's ready to start they do have a couple other quarterbacks on the roster Brought in Blake Bortles. They signed Kurt Benkert. So there's a ton of quarterbacks there, a a ton of drama there. What really surprises me is you've never seen an NFL MVP MVP the year before not end up going back to OTAs or any sort of team activities the following year. And Aaron Rodgers is playing in this golf tournament that's coming up with Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau, I believe, are the four contestants. That's two weeks before training camp. I don't think we're going to see Aaron Rodgers in a Packers uniform for quite some time. He's hosting Jeopardy. He's doing all these fun little quirky things that he, he basically doesn't have football in his mind right now. And it's sort of as, as a Packers fan, you got to be nervous. He's okay with it. And that's the thing. That's, that's, that's the biggest thing. He's okay with not being there for, for camp. And yeah, if you're a Packers fan, Oh boy, which is the more, which is the more interesting, uh, like, quarterback storyline to Sean Watson and Houston or Aaron Rodgers and green Bay AJ. You know, I, I got to stick with the Deshaun Watson one. You know, I know what's going on in, in uh green Bay, but that's a choice. You know, that is a choice by Aaron Rodgers. He is choosing to leave this organization behind for a great reason. But when it comes to Deshaun Watson, you know, that just, that really came out of left field. You know, at least for fans who don't know, know Deshaun Watson. I mean, like actually know him as a person from a fan point of view. That was a shock, you know, because everything you've ever heard about Deshaun Watson, the way he carries himself, the way you've seen him uh, portray himself, the leadership he used to instill in the Houston organization to have all these allegations just drop like a hammer. Right after he talked about wanting to leave the organization, move on and get his future going in the different direction. You know, I couldn't have seen that coming. And honestly, Deshaun Watson was one of my favorite players in the NFL. And talent-wise, he still is. But there's a lot of questions about, you know, his character. And as a fan, that that was not the greatest thing. So uh, I got to say that one. And then lastly, this Aaron Rodgers thing, I'm with Stephen A. Smith on this. This ain't about football. That Jordan Love thing, yeah, it, it sucked the day it happened, the week it happened that they traded up to get him. But he's been in there the entire time. He knew that he wasn't going to be benched for Jordan Love. This ain't about a Jordan Love eventually being the QB. This is about the way the GM and the owner have treated Aaron Rodgers or, you know, disposed of his thought process and haven't let him have an input. It is more about more than football for Aaron Rodgers in this matter. And that's the biggest thing. People keep saying if they get rid of Jordan Love, he'll be fine. I don't think that's the case. 
but that's just me and you know Stephen A. So <laughs> it, it 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 drives me nuts sitting here because I I, I side on the Aaron Rodgers thing as a bigger shock. Um, because I mean, they're a contending football team. You take them off that roster. I think we're sitting here saying nine and eight potentially for green Bay. That's just huge. And you got a, a rookie behind you that sat for one year. I personally don't think Jordan loves ready, but to answer the question, Aaron Rodgers is by far the biggest one that's scary to me because even with Deshaun Watson on Houston, I don't think that they're, they're a legit team that can contend right now. So, uh, just to think about it, I, I think it's odd that, Aaron Rodgers right now is is deciding to basically leave forces and take away whatever's been taken away right now and just sit out. I mean, this this football team's good. He's got a great relationship with uh, with the head coach there. I'm drawing a blank. It's Matt LaFleur. Uh, he has a great relationship there. But, I mean, it's crazy just looking at this situation as a whole because both are unique in their own ways. Deshaun Watson, of course, off the field. And I, I saw a report on The Athletic. The Texans are are fine with Tyrod Taylor, and they're trying to move past Deshaun Watson. This came out a few days ago. That's something that they're trying to do is just try to find a way to get rid of, not necessarily get rid of, but go forward with Tyrod Taylor because it doesn't seem like Deshaun Watson's ready to go. Let me tell you why Aaron Rodgers is not the biggest one here, and it's because of something you said. You take Aaron Rodgers off of this team, and it's a 9-8 and eight team. Aaron Rodgers is well aware of what he brings to this organization as well as any organization he goes to. So it's not like he's going to go join some trash team. And best believe Aaron Rodgers will go where he wants to go when they finally realize they have to trade him. So he's still going to have the same opportunity to take a team back to a conference championship this upcoming season. So for me, knowing that it's the, the success is in Aaron Rodgers' hand, that's why that one's not as big to me. Houston had to use their first draft pick this Round this draft, which was in the third round on a QB when there was plenty other places they wish they could have addressed. But because of all of this with Deshaun Watson, you just set your franchise back even further than Bill O'Brien already did. Lots of interesting decisions that have been made and, and moves that could possibly be made before the season. I'm I'm ready for it, man. I'm I'm so pumped for this NFL season, not only because we're going to be debuting the the pigskins and pancakes uh show hey. every Sunday. A little shout out there. Tune in every Sunday when that drops. But I'm excited for the. Uh, there's just so many things to be excited about. Really, there's so many things. To be, the Jags are on the rise. Existing. <laughs> the Jags are. Well, hey, that actually is true. The Jags are existing. Normally, they don't exist. Okay, so that's the positives. Okay, on the rise. Football season's right around the corner, though. Coming up in a little bit, we're going to be dropping our rough cut ranks, ladies and gentlemen. But first. AJ, I need you to do me a favor and tell them where they can find us at. Well, I bet one of the places they can find us at is on Twitter at roughcut underscore sports. Another place is on Facebook at roughcut sports. And what about Instagram at the roughcut sportscast? You know the deal. Hit that like. You know what? Screw the likes. I want the loves. Give us the cares. Give us the real deal feels on those. And then head over to YouTube and find us at roughcut sportscast. Hit that like. Hit that share. Hit that subscribe. And tell everybody. One more time for the people in the back. Tell everybody. And of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether that be a signed jersey, signed cleat, signed helmet. They've got it over there. Halftime Sports Collectibles. Special shout out to the Belly Up Sports Network, proud partner of the Rough Cut Sportscast. Proud to be a part of their great network. Shout out to all those great shows on the Belly Up Sports Network. And 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not already done so, please head on over to the Rough Cut Sportscast merch shop, which you can check out the link on our Facebook page. Get yourself some swag. I mean, you look good. You feel good. You play good when you're wearing a Rough Cut Sportscast shirt. We got them in white. We got them in black. Got them in pink. We got them in gray. Whatever color you want, it is there over at the Rough Cut Sportscast. Make it happen. Three on the way. He does. AJ just dropped three. I mean, orders are flowing, baby. I Got mean, five. Exactly. Orders, orders are flowing. And you want to know why they're flowing is because people are trying to get ahead of the game. Okay. They're trying to be there before the blow up happens because once the train starts rolling, choo choo, baby, watch out because <laughs> the Rough Coast Sports cast <laughs> is taking over the game. You gentlemen ready to get into this main event? I guess. You guess? I mean, <laughs> if I have to. I mean, I. what if, okay, okay, so what if I did something like this? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's time! Let's go! It is. Hey, bro, it let's is. do this main event, bro. I'm about it. I'm hyped. It is let's go. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the main event. The main event is sponsored by Yeti. If you haven't gotten your cups yet, go check them out. Yeti, use that link that's on our Facebook page. Help support the boys and do yourself a favor for the summer and get cooled off with Yeti. Let's get into it, boys. We are ranking the top 10 trios in the NFL. The way this works, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be AJ, myself, and Dylan bringing up who we would have at number one, two, three, four. You know the drill. And we're going to have to come to an agreement on who we want, where we want them. So, and for you beautiful people at home watching in the chat, this is the place to be, obviously. Drop in the chat who you think deserves to be number 10, 9, 8. You know the drill. Tell it, let 10, us know. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Anybody? Anybody? No? 8, 6, 7, 5. Is that, was that, <laughs> no, you weren't going to that reference. Is that a Mike Jones reference? You're going Mike Jones? Nah, man. I'll, JG I'll, Wentworth? JG Wentworth? <laughs> This is when I need Aaron. Some ludicrous for y'all right there, man. It's all right. We listen to ludicrous. Yeah, I know. We do. Dylan goes, Dylan goes, we listen to you, ludicrous. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. Okay. Let's break it down, boys. The rough cut rank starting at number 10. We are working our way down. Obviously, the sample textings is not a trio that we're going to have on the list. But put it past AJ. A- oh, 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 oh. <laughs> AJ. Who do you have on your cons- on your list at number 10? At number 10. You know, we talked Wait about this. We- Wait a second. There it is. <laughs> Wait a second. Live Did somebody call Reno, me? Nevada. Live. You, Mister. Me. you saved me. Is, are you coming to help us out with this ludicrous thing? Oh, he's frozen. Uh, Look at that frozen face. What a, fr- what a face that's frozen <laughs> This man on. got a profile pic as his frozen face. Just <laughs> always yeah, this, is like, this is like hey. Barney from How I Met Your Mother. The dude doesn't take a bad picture, and yeah. whatever is on him is still somehow great. <laughs> hey, did somebody call that me? That shirt. He'll get there. I did. Yes. I did. I heard I heard something about 10, Aaron. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, Luda. That's a dog. Thank you, sir. See, I told you. I just, I just, <laughs> needed, I just needed my guy. He'd come in and hook it up for wow. me. Wow. Welcome in, man. How are you? Wow. This... I, I'm, I'm well. I don't know if you guys can see the view, 
But um, I'm, in, I'm in Reno right now. I uh, came to visit the family. I just I heard my name when I was listening to you guys, and I felt the need to come in and to say hi to all the beautiful people in the chat and my three best friends in the world, AJ, Vinny, and Dylan. Appreciate. The I appreciate love, you wearing man. the shirt. RC. Yeah. I mean, look. Hey, I wear rough on, cut everywhere I go. Look at that That's shirt. You want to see the rough day. cut sportscast shirt in action? That's hey, it right there. RCOD, baby. Rough cut all day long. Even when I'm on vacation. Even when I got a lot of shit going on all day, every day. This yes, guy. Sir. What a constant professional. What a semi-professional, professional, professional. Yeah, for well, sure. We're sad we had to do NFL on a day where you couldn't be here for the whole show. But it's cool. We know we'll get some feedback and harsh critique in the uh, chat later on. So hopefully we'll make you proud. Most what, definitely. Hold on. I have no doubt. Hold on. Hold on here. Hold on here. Give me what? five seconds. Give, well, it'll be a little bit longer than five seconds. <laughs> to give a little tease for what's about to happen, Aaron, tell us who you have as your top five trios in the NFL. Oh, man. Off the dome. First of all, I love, off the, the, noggin. Lo- love the post today because it is hard to argue the, the Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and Tyreek Hill. It's hard to argue against that. Two straight Super Bowls. Three straight AFC championship games. That is my number one. I think everybody else is fighting for second, third, fourth, and fifth. Not going to lie. Number two on that list was also posted today or yesterday. I'm not sure what day you posted it. But it's the new, it's, it's the new trio in, uh, in Tennessee. And, and I've been harsh. I know AJ and I have talked about this. I've been real harsh about wide receiver value and Julio Jones not going to make Tennessee a, a Super Bowl for red or anything like that. But when you got Derrick Henry, and I'm not a big Derrick Henry guy, but he's amazing, AJ Brown and Julio Jones, that's uh that's that's rough. Okay? <laughs> that's that is the definition <laughs> of rough. That's the defense is yeah. gonna be hurt. Number three, and I don't care Once what again. the haters, I don't care what the haters are gonna say. I'm putting them there. I am going right now, Dak, Amari Cooper, and Zeke. And I'm saying it this ah. year, this year. This year, you're going to see the Zeke of old. Amari Cooper is going to do his thing, and Dak's coming off that ankle injury strong. Might be a little bit of a homer pick. It probably should have been four or five. But I like him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, I like him at three. I also, number four, I'm going to put Seattle's trio there. I'm a big Tyler Lockett guy. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Russell Wilson. And then four or five? Five. I am going with <laughs> – oh, that's tough. Um I think I want to go defense here. I think I want to go defense here. I, I I like the Rams a lot, but I like the new Arizona. I'm I'm gonna go the Arizona trio. Who'd you have up there? You had JJ Watt. What was the other? Uh, I, had, I had JJ Buddha and uh, Chandler Jones. Jones. Yeah, I, I think they're on my list too. I think that's gonna be my number five. That's a, oh, I'm freezing. <laughs> <laughs> we it's can okay. Hear but that's my number five Arizona Cardinals. That's what I have off. The- top of the dome i'm sure there's probably some other ones out there i forgot but um yeah that's where i'm at I- i'm interested to see what you guys I like have it. i know i know you guys have some good ones i'm gonna be critiquing when i get back but uh i just wanted to pop in and say hi to everybody and tell you guys like we always do before every show have a great show hey hey, hey. thank you <laughs> that's what i'm talking what a about nice man guy. what a Appreciate nice guy big up to the yeah, family man. Hope everyone's doing good. Send our they love are. from the Rough Cut fan. Jess was over there. Hey, watching. Was over there the kids are laying here. What up, wife and kids? Yeah, they're, they're good. They're practicing. Days. They learn how to be podcasters one day. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something like that. So we're going to get ready to go to dinner here. Um, like I said, man, have a good show, guys. And uh, love y'all.
Love you, man. Appreciate you guys. RCOD, baby. What a guy. What a guy. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Did you miss? Right. Did you miss <laughs> us? Sorry about the little hiccup, everybody. Uh, we just, you know, he's on his phone. He's he did it. He did it out of the love and the care for all of us. Hopefully yeah. you guys are joining us and picking us back up. We're probably like, where the hell are these guys go? My wife just yelled at me. He's like, you know, you're not live anymore. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one. Not live anymore. <laughs> Welcome back though. I hope you guys enjoyed that quick commercial break sponsored by Snickers. <laughs> Satisfy. <you know, laughs> not really a sponsor though, but if you want to sponsor the show, I'd love it. free Snickers. But let's get back into our, our trios list. I liked Aaron's list a lot. I did have some of those names on my list as well. I feel like all of us probably did. But let's get back to number 10 here, ladies and gentlemen. And AJ, who would you have at number 10 on the Rough Cut ranks? All right. So uh, I appreciate Aaron saving me because, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I had to reassess. I told you I was going to do some things a little different. Um, I'm going to go with something I think is going to be a prediction. I think this is going to come to fruition this season. And so I'm going to go with my number 10 as the wide receiver trio out of Miami, Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, and Jalen Waddle. Speed, speed, and a guy who can go up and get it to help the young cat to a tongue of Iloa, who they threw into the fire way too soon last season. But now you surround him with weapons. He's still got a security blanket and, you know, the tight end, but he's not a part of this trio. You think about Will Fuller who can take the top off and he should be back, what, game two, game three, I think. And, you know, now you've had a season and a half to really be healthy. So I'm I'm imagining for the most part he'll stay healthier than normal, if that makes sense to you. Uh, Jalen Waddle, not only can he take the top off as well, but he's a great route runner. I think they'll use him a lot underneath and get him out into open space and allow him to create on his own. And Devontae Parker has finally turned into the number one we expected from for the last couple of seasons. And I think he's going to continue that. Not Miami's going to have a good look this season. I like that. I like that out of the, I like the, cause you know, you see some of these lists and they're like, so, you know, Michael Sherman actually coined this one to me. Like it's going with the chalk. I've never really heard that phrase until him. And then I'm like, okay, you're kind of going with the chalk and that is not. And I like that. I, li- I like that a lot. Dylan, who do you have at number 10? I decided to break out the shirt today for number 10. I got Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen. And I mean, this this sort of goes unnoticed because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, does Mike Williams get mentioned or is Austin Eckler that guy? And I truly believe Austin Eckler's that guy. He battled a hamstring injury last year. And whenever you come back from a hamstring, it just takes you a little while to get going again. And if you look at his 2019 stats, he had more yards than Alvin Kamara and he wasn't even in a starting role. I mean, I guess Kamara still splits time where he's at. But um, just given fact there, Austin Eckler's a pretty solid back. And you look at what he can do in the receiving game there, I think that's a trio that's good right now. It's going to be good for the future. Mm. And I question one thing about AJ's Miami thing. Will Fuller's on a one-year deal, and he's already suspended. I don't know if that's a long-term trio 
on how how it can make sense there for a long time. I don't care about anything after this season. We ain't saying nothing about long term trios. We said a trio, and if that trio can get something done this season, he also served at least three or four games of his suspension last season. So I'm not too worried about that. I'd be worried if he gets another big deal injury like he has a couple times. But last season, the couple times he got banged up, kept him out for a game. He got an extra game this season, so that that might take care of himself. So So, so, you're talking like long term. I might have, you know, y'all ain't saying I'm on long term. So, Dylan, I kind (laughs) of I was I I I don't know if they're going to end up being on your list and hopefully I'm not spoiling anything. But I thought at number 10 for you, one of your curveballs that you've been teasing so much before the show. I thought you were going to bring up maybe like a Chase Claypool, a Juju Smith-Schuster, and maybe a Najee Harris or like a no. Johnson. That 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 as a trio at number 10, I wouldn't have hated that, but I actually really liked your number 10. Like, I really liked yeah. it a lot. My number 10 is Brady, Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans. I think I, I know. I, yeah, I know. I know. Wow. I have that my number 10 because I think – with Brady's age, you know, they didn't have that great of a season last season. Like in the regular season, Mike Evans was not that great. And Chris Godwin was banged up a lot during that season. And Tom Brady's getting older. I think out of respect, I still want to have them in my top 10, but I think that they drop down to number 10 for me because there's a lot of T a lot of trios that I have ranked above them. But I think with the age of Tom Brady, and I'm not saying Tom Brady is going to be dog shit because Tom freaking Brady, but regular season Tom is not playoff Tom, and he getting old. He's getting older, so regular season seventeen game Tom Brady might not be the same. And you look at Chris Godwin; he's banged up a, frequently. Mike Evans struggled last season, still good though, still good. And I think that they belong at number ten. Now that we've collected all of this, though, I have Edwin, uh, I have Evans, Godwin, and Brady. AJ, you had uh, Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, and uh, Jalen Waddle. And Dylan, you had Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert, and Keenan Allen. I really like Dylan's, and I am okay with going him at number 10 over my Brady, Godwin, and Evans. If there's, I, I, got, I got something to counter real quick. It's funny because AJ was like, whoa, when you, when you brought up that Brady, Godwin, Evans thing. Because he probably has him higher on the list. I don't have him on the list. So this is where it sort of plays into this role. Like, man, because when I look at trios, especially on the offensive side, I don't like when only two of the three players have good games. Like, you have to consistently do your damage together for you to have a legit trio. Like, like, if you look at it, I don't want to tip anything going on forward. But essentially, uh, you look at the Saints, for example. Breeze, Kamara. Thomas, they all had good games together when they were all together. And it's not just like, oh, well, Thomas has a big game this week. Kamara doesn't have anything. They did it all together. And that's where it's sort of uh, this year, what I saw from the Buccaneers, it really wasn't clicking all together for the two wide receivers with Tom Brady. That's why I, I have him at 10. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you had him not on your board because I felt I did feel bad putting them at number 10. But there they are. And but like I said, either – Dylan, what are your thoughts on AJ's number 10? I think he's, I think he's out of his mind. I think he's out of his mind for, I don't mean to be rude or anything. Number 10. If I'm out of my mind already, I'm in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Devontae Parker's a wide receiver that has broke out these last few years and has really stepped up. 
Jalen Waddle has that built-in chemistry with Tua Tagovailoa, but we also got to remember, Waddle's had an injury history. Devontae Parker's even had an injury history. And Will Fuller's had a bigger injury history than all three of them combined. So Waddle hasn't played an NFL game yet. Uh, Devontae Parker's still trying to work. He he doesn't have the chemistry there with Tua yet. When he had his big games, it was with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So he's still got to get chemistry with him. Will Fuller, new offense, suspended, injury prone. I don't like those three as a trio, even at number 10. Oh, I, I, now I, I did say this would be a prediction. And as we said in the pre-production, we were talking about it. This is the NFL. Injury, injuries are going to happen. I'm not going to say, like, I mean, any of these people on my list can get injured yeah. and it's all oh, of a sudden yeah. that trio would have been no good. I'm looking at what the potential of these names can be and what can happen given that they are on the field. And if they are on the field, and I mean, Jalen Waddle with the one injury, he still made it back in time to play for the national championship game. Uh, Devontae Parker, yeah. he's, he's just a know-it-all receiver. It took him a while to get together in Miami, but we know Miami had their troubles from the top down. That's where the fish rots. And he's been better and better every no season as this goes through. And we'll, <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you. And Will Fuller is just, yeah, one, if he's on the field, we, he, he can score a touchdown every time he catches the ball. So I, it, we haven't seen it come to fruition yet. Are, I just believe it can. Are That's you, why they're at 10, though. I think, I think there's a lot of talent there. My concern mm-hmm. is Tua being able to, to, to sustain three wide receivers that are worth being a top trio in the NFL a top 10 trio in the NFL, I should say. I think, I think Herbert and, and what gives him the advantage here is because he had Austin Eckler. So that's the running game. Yeah. And that's, yeah. not, that's not relying on your quarterback to supply three top 10 tier wide receivers that and, and top. I don't mean to put, I don't mean to put them in the top 10. I mean, on this list, putting them into the top trios list. I don't think Tua can sustain that type of level of play. Well, to, well, to help you out, I, take his over mine Fair sure enough. i actually like i i wanted them in there so badly i didn't find a spot to put them uh mostly because i just i you know i wanted to get one of these guys just so, off of the beaten path and i went with miami so, so I, i'm t- totally fine with taking his over mine so question here though first off side sidetrack thing here this show might go very long because i normally go off of my timer here in the stream yard that we're in and it only says oh. nine minutes. So I'm like, oh, well then, but I know that nine, 10 would, okay, I got it here. But yeah. real quick, so we're putting Allen, Eckler, Herbert at number 10. This is a spot where I want, I'm, I'm going to allow everyone to bring up one honorable mention that is not on your list that you had a hard time not uh, keeping off of your list. AJ, who was your honorable mention that you wish was on your list, but did not find a home for him? Well, uh, for me, I'm going to go with the trio in Vegas, and that's Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, and the new addition of Kenyon Drake. I, I like this I like this ordeal. You know, Josh Jacob was at his best when he knew that if he was hurt, there was a little somebody who can pick it up, but those guys didn't have the talent that Josh Jacobs or that Kenyon Drake has shown to have, and Darren Waller is a top three tight end in this league. However, Vegas always finds a way to screw something up, yep. so I couldn't really find them on my list, but I think I think if they play their cards correctly – they can do some some very decent things in the AFC West. They're just they're also in a hard conference. The West this year, AFC or NFC, it's gonna be some good football played out west. Uh side side note before I go to Dylan, Colorado has already scored 23 seconds into the game. Just there we go. Just throw that one out there. Cool. Well, Dylan, what's your honorable mention game? here, buddy? My honorable Ben mentioned, and it sort of just 
doesn't really, I guess it does make sense, but it's sort of, you wouldn't think of it after the news that broke, but it's Matt Ryan, Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley. AJ probably has them on the list. I think AJ's face just said he's definitely on the list. Yes. You love rookies. You have, you have, you, you throw in rookies on your top 10. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like I'm in the second round of rookies. I mean, both no, of the no, rookies obviously. so far that we're talking about are in the top 10. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, obviously. Now, mine would have been, and I, I want to throw this one out there as like a potential. So I, I know, please don't shoot me for this, but oh, the potential is there. And I just, for some reason, really like this trio. Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Antonio Gibson. I like that trio a lot. I don't think they're, they could... Don't be surprised if they enter the top 10 at the end of the season. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick could Curtis Samuel just seems like a Ryan Fitzpatrick type of guy. To is me. it going to be Fitzpatrick? Who else is it going to be? They, they announced today that he's ready it's to have an open QB competition. Cause he likes, he still likes Kyle Allen. He brought him over for a reason. Taylor Haneke showed it last season in the one game in the one game. Don't get me wrong. not saying like that guy's a stud play him, but he, and when the, when the lights were brightest and he was in that game, he had heart. He fought. He played well. Like he deserves the competition. So I'm just saying. I mean, you're you're the Colts guy, Dylan. Could DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, and Quiddy Pay be a top ten, a potential top? Is this could they be an honorable mention? I I was really thinking Colts here, but I wasn't thinking Quiddy Pay. I knew Buckner, Leonard are definitely two, but I was trying to think of another defensive player, and they who's really their, didn't have a three that jumped out. Who's their safe? Don't they? Isn't Malik Hooker a thing? He's he's gone now. Oh, and he's Vegas just tied it up. Home. Let's go. Former New York hey. Ranger Nick Holden on the play. Just throwing that. They one. did have they did have that uh, safety breakout last year. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but if you were going to come up with a three, I'd put the breakout safety over Quiddy Pay, who hasn't played a snap in the NFL. Fair, fair enough. Let's go to number nine here, AJ. Who do you have slotted in at your number nine in the rough cut ranks? All right. What about so? This is where I broke open my defense. Uh, it's going to sound crazy, but I mean, it, so when we decided to put defensive players on here, it got really hard. Cause when I look at so many of the offensive trios, it's just really hard to put defensive trio above some of these guys. So with the thought process of knowing how good the three names I'm about to say are, they are at number nine and that's Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd and Jalen Ramsey. Wow. I, mean, I know. Like, yeah, it's, 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 I would love to have them higher up, Wow, but once I got down to it, this is where I'm going to keep them, and I'm okay with it. Uh, we know what Aaron Donald means to the game. I can't, I can't put them in the top five. I really can't. And, and I'll tell you, remember I said mediocre. I am looking at a spot where I could switch this, and I'll tell you when I get there. But, you know, I'm not going to go back on it. So th- those are the three I got right there. Wow. Dylan, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? I got those three. Though I got those three higher. I got defense here at number nine. I've got, I've got those three that you mentioned a lot higher. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, that's so that's strong. That's probably out of the running because it's going to be up there higher I'm, for all. In, of us, I'm correct? very interested to see your the the remainder of your list if you put them before like Matt Ryan, well, I guess Calvin I can, Ridley. And I guess Cal- I can tell you right now. <laughs> I, I guess no, I can save tell you right it, now. Save that's, it, exa- save it. that's exactly who I was looking at to switch them. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, I probably could have switched them with them. That's fair. Uh, if y'all if y'all would like me to, I no, can. no, don't don't worry. <laughs> Definitely not putting Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Leonard Floyd yeah. at number nine. Dylan, who do you have at number nine? I'm going to another defense here at number nine. I'm going Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, Eddie Jackson. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mention I had 
Ooh. Honorable mention I had. It's my my problem, my problem with those three. Like they had it the one season where that defense was just crazy. And I think that was either before Roquan Smith or the year Roquan got there. But when they needed it the most, they weren't the ones anchoring that yeah. defense last season. And and that that to me was why they couldn't make my list. I I need you to be that type of guy. And that actually that does kind of remind me part of the reason why I have these guys at nine. Because like I said, I'm thinking about all this in the upcoming season. And you guys know how I feel about the Rams defense. They lost a lot. So my question becomes is are these three enough to hold down that defense? Because to me, there's not really anybody else on that defense. Yeah. And I know what Aaron Donald can do, and I know what Jalen Ramsey can do. And Leonard Floyd, he feeds off of Donald very well. But maybe it's just one of those things where I want to see them be that defense even without all the pieces well, they lost. I mean, as, as thing, even even when Jalen was the only player in Jacksonville at that point when everyone was shitting the bed. That was, that was, was never the case. He was, he was never the only player in Jacksonville. Before he got traded? Yannick Ngakwe was on that team. Miles Jack was on that team. He had everybody still on the roster. AJ Boye. Come on. They all departed after Jalen. Yes. That defense was still. Ngakwe wanted out after Jalen. Calais Campbell left after Jalen. Yeah. They were all there. I, Calais I think, I think left. Calvin Smith was. No, wait a second. No. I think Calais left that summer, didn't he? No, 2018. That was the year that everything blew up in our face, and that's when Jalen ended up getting dealt. Maybe I'm remember, remembering things. Uh, check the 19, tape. he got dealt. Yeah, check check the tape here. Check the tape. Uh, at number nine for me, though, I have... At number nine for me, I have Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. Oh, my wow. gosh. That's wow. crap. Yeah. I, I just... I, I, I'm not a big Kirk Cousins fan. Not a big Kirk Cousins fan. I... I Maybe maybe it is. I know. I, I like uh, Dalvin Cook. Dude, this Adam was hard. Thielen. Don't worry. This was hard. It, it was. <laughs> it, it was very hard. It was very hard. Oh... No, I need to switch. Uh, since, since you paused, uh, Calais Campbell left in 2020. Yes. Uh, he was in Jacksonville until he only played Baltimore last season. Yeah, yeah, Not going. yeah. Not going. Yeah. Uh, so, Minnes, AJ, like, do you have Minnesota higher? Yeah, for sure. Oh, me too. They're okay. top yeah, five for, sure. for me, without a doubt. Top yeah. five. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there, and we'll talk about it when we get there, of course. But this, this was a thing, like. All these te- all these guys that we're going to be naming, you feel really good yeah. about. Like literally, I went to pick mine, and I told you how I did it. I went through all the teams and grabbed three or four of the best players. And when we were getting started, I put my ten together, and I just started moving around and moving yeah. around and moving around. And you kind of just lose a team in the shuffle. Yeah. But like I, I, I was, I, re- I, I did go back and solidify my five out of that ten. And there's no way these guys can't be up there. Bro. Yeah. I do regret this. I feel you. I do regret I feel this. You. Dylan, who did you have at number nine? I had the Bears trio. Oh, geez. Max Smith and Jackson. I don't wow. I can't have them at number nine either. Here you go. I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely propose. can have yours. I, hey, I could I could propose my number eight, which is sort of off the board, but does make sense. Who's gonna switch mine and I told you I was gonna switch? <laughs> Dylan? I don't know if I'd be fine with them at nine. Uh okay, here's here's my curveball. I was gonna throw at eight. You also have to factor this in. I know that you said the two main things, but I'm looking, you guys might laugh here, but I'm dead serious. Justin Tucker, Sam Cook, and Devin Duvernay. There might be the best special teams trio you can think of in the NFL. Hey, hey, so I'm sitting here, and honestly, this is where my head went. I was like, 
What's the best way to do this for the audio? Do we just stay silent for a little bit? Do we kick them out right now? <laughs> they give you enough time. They give you what? enough time to edit that one together. Perfect. Oh Good. no, that's perfect. That's Good. exactly what Good. I need. Moving on. And pause. Moving on. So if I were to at number eight, if I were to reshuffle mine, I think I would throw. Uh, man, what? I like a lot of you, my. You gotta work. give. You gotta give them some respect, though. Tucker yeah, doesn't miss. As an honorable mention, except for when AJ. Yeah, they don't good. deserve to be in yeah. your top ten. Yeah, no way. I, I think as my I number nine, if I were to tinker with my lineup here, basically. I could throw Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf. And no, I'm James, done. I'm dude, done with you. why do you I'm got done with you? <laughs> Name two hey. top fives, and you're like nine, maybe nine, nine. No, I don't have them at number five. I don't, I don't, I don't have them in the top five. I have oh, them at eight. Yeah. To be honest, I have them at eight. Yeah. I propose my switch goes to nine. I propose yeah, we'll go, we'll go Falcons. We'll go Falcons there. I Matt agree Ryan, with AJ. Calvin Ridley, fine. and Kyle Pitts. That's fine. At least over the people you guys yeah, have at nine. That's fine. We'll move my Aaron Donald a little lower. So, you, Benny, so, what, what is wrong with you? Buddy? I have, I like the people I have ahead of them with. I, I right, really right. like the people I have ahead of them. Okay. I'm not a big Tyler Lockett fan. I think he's very inconsistent. I, DK Metcalf, I think, is the same. I think both those oh, guys are oh. very inconsistent players. <laughs> Whew. Understandable. The it reason is, that right. they're and, and, inconsistent, and technically, is because- Russell Wilson can be very inconsistent. He he, for the past two or three seasons, he's just fallen off after after the midway point of the season. Am I because wrong? They, about they that? switch. They switch to a run heavy offense I, every season. They just randomly excuses. switch mid season. I don't need excuses, but the fact is, Russell Wilson falls off after the second half of the season. DK Metcalf has been inconsistent. So is Tyler Lockett. Am I wrong? You're not right. I mean that yeah, that's the best way I can answer that question. <laughs> but tell me, right. tell me why I'm wrong though. Tell me why I'm wrong. Am I why am I wrong then? Well, I mean, listen, listen, listen. We we always talk about how much coaching does play into this league. And you can have all the talent in the world, but if it's schemed correctly and against you, you can find a way to shut down some of the most talented people on the right Sunday. That's why the any given Sunday mentality is there. When you look at a DK Metcalf and what his talents allow him to do, the physical attributes that he has. I mean, you watch this man run down whoever that guy was. A lot of talent. In like it was Buda Baker. Half seconds. It was Buda you Baker. watch Tyler Lockett take the top off. You watch Tyler Lockett make the nastiest coaching, contested catches. You Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate year in and year out. Halfway this through trio the is one of the scariest ones in the NFL. Halfway through the season, the Russell Wilson's an MVP but, candidate. And we're talking about good trios, of course, but at the same time, there's 11 people on the field on your side each round. There's still more to it. Three ain't always going to get it done. There's a lot more into it than that. But what as a trio, you, who, I can't wait to see who you're putting them up against. Can't wait to see you're putting them up against. That's fair. That's fair. So we're locking in. We're locking in Pitts, Ridley, and Matt Ryan from the Atlanta Falcons. At number eight, that's who I had at number eight. Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. So I've obviously been chat on for that. What is your eight, AJ? This is where I have Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Dylan, it looks like whoever you have at number eight has just one out yeah. of sheer. Yeah, Devin Duvernay. Sam oh, Cook, no. 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 Me, we'll give you a stat here. Sam Cook is top 15 all time in punter's yards. AJ, do you mind if I ruin the audio one more time? <laughs> Duvernay had a kick return last year and Tucker doesn't miss. Just give me the go ahead, buddy. Just give me the go so, ahead. Yeah, do it. 
Um, so you can't you can't think of any. I can think of like twelve more trios before I'm using these three. Listen, I on. can't. Wait, come on. I got to bring you back in. Did you actually have them at num- like on your list in the top ten? Of course. Yes, they're at number eight. Yeah, what you thought? I just pick some names out of hat. Yeah, <laughs> Herbert Eckler, Allen, Max Smith, Jackson, Tucker, Cook, Duvernay. Damn it! I, I I never thought in the top like in the bottom five we would just have blank spots. So let's like, oh, let's, like be just... can, let's be can. I don't want to I don't want to go this far ahead though. Is Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett yes. your top five? Let yes. me see if they're top five. They're on the list. Why would Dylan lie? I like that one, Bailey. One, two, three. Four, they're at, they're five. at five. So five to eight is not that big of a jump. Just saying. It's a massive jump. Well, I mean, you're the one who picked a kicker and a punter and a kicker <laughs> for your top ten. So That's a good special team trio. Your list is automatically just. So uh, how do we? We didn't consider this in the free show meeting. Yeah, no, we did not. Nobody would agree. A shit show of a. Okay, how about this? How about this? Does anyone have this combo? on their list or any form of the Cleveland Browns offense on their list. I do not have any Browns. AJ. <laughs> I, I couldn't find a spot for them. I also could not find a spot for them. I don't want to, I don't want to just discredit our list by putting a kicker punter and kick returner on the list. And I really don't want to, I really don't want to put Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. And, uh, and I don't want, I can't put my, the, the one I had because it's just like what, what AJ's is. We got to figure out a situation here, boys. We got to figure out how we're doing this. Where, where, where? Do you, here's the question: Where do you guys have Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Jalen Ramsey? Three. Wow. I got a seven. I was gonna say well, I would switch my seven and eight. So I don't know about. So three. that looks like what it's gonna be. It's gonna be Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and and uh, Leonard Floyd at eight. Because if if Dylan has him at seven and you have him at eight, it makes it makes the most sense. So there it is, Donald. Ramsey and Floyd. I can't, I just, to me, when I look at those guys, I'm thinking to myself that it doesn't matter how bad Leonard Floyd can play. Jalen Ramsey's arguably the best cornerback in the mm-hmm. league. Aaron Donald mm-hmm. is the best defensive tackle in the league. Pass rusher, pass rusher in the league. Those two alone make this an insane. It does, it does not matter where, like who else is that third person? They are the best of the best. Well, that's that's why I went in the direction of Austin Eckler. I knew he was a little bit lesser than Allen and Herbert, but those three together end up they carry the weight as a solid trio. But but that's why you but that's why you, but you can but you can you can you can take Jalen Ramsey out of a game. You just don't have to throw to his side. It's fair. You that's can't take Aaron Donald really out of the game. And like that's why I can't put them in can top I, five. Can like I you ask can, you, you know? a question here. Can I ask you a question here? Do you do you have other defensive players ahead of them? I do. I do. Interesting. Interesting. Just let's get to seven. seven. Let's seven. Let, let's get to seven then. Let's get to seven. Who do you have at number seven, AJ? Let Let's get to seven then. Let's get to seven. Who do you have at number seven, AJ? Uh, this is Levante, David, Devin White, and Shaq Barrett. I mean, these these guys are studs. Uh, and again, like honestly, now that we're doing it, and I know we're, we 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 never stay on time. We could have, we should have done an all ten offense, all ten defense, and broke this thing up <laughs> because, like, that's what makes it so hard. Because yep. these guys and the guys I named are so good, but the offensive names I'm going to give you, yeah, I just can't put so, ahead. But let, these guys, we know where they're. Let gone. me let me jump in. I have them at six. I think that the, I have I have JJ Watt, Chandler Jones, and Buda Baker at seven. 
Because I think Devin White, Levante David, and Shaq Barrett are better than that combination because you have three guys that are top, like just top dogs. Buda Baker brings down that J and JJ Watts health could also bring down that, that, that list here. I think that I would have, so I have, I have Jones, Watt and Baker at seven and Devin White, Levante David and Shaq Barrett at six. So Dylan, who do you have at seven? At seven, I had the Donald Ramsey Floyd trio, but I do have one of those defenses. I don't have any Buccaneers on my list. So if you wanted to go there, I all I do have the trio of Watt, Jones, and Baker. They're easily, easily in my top five. Oof. Easily in your top five? Easily. So Taylor you Jones on, is a monster. So you JJ Watt me. is a monster. So you got on me about Will Fuller being injured. JJ Watt is injured every other year. Buda Baker's great. Yeah, but the two Taylor other Jones guys you named, one was too. a rookie. Mm. your thing one other guy was a rookie the other one had a breakout last couple of years that's your two Buda Baker's nuts JJ Watt is solid and even if Watt's not on that list the two still outweigh what Watt if he's injured could still do Chandler Jones is legit Buda Baker is legit they they are a great trio on defense Levante David Devin White and Shaquille Barrett are the reason those three didn't make my list because I couldn't put, and I love those guys, but I couldn't put, I wasn't going to make five defensive players at this point. Like, yeah. there's just too many offensive trios. What, I mean, look at what Shaq Bear did the yeah. year he got that's to why, Tampa. That's why I have them at six. Go ahead. That's why I have them at, yeah. at six ahead of, of ahead of uh, J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, and Buda Baker. Because what, I mean, I, I made the, th- the, the comparison or the, the point about Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey being the top of their position. Mm-hmm. Devin White and Levante David are arguably top five linebackers and then you have yeah, the top pass rusher in Shaq Barrett there's no there's no weak link there Buda Baker hey Buda, I'm not yeah. saying Buda Baker's bad hey, but I'm, to be fair to be fair Aaron had them in his he, top he five. did he did he did he did so would you so AJ did he mention Aaron Donald Leonard Floyd or any of them I yes, think he did in he the did. top five yeah he he did he said I can't I don't want to go there I like that new duo out in Arizona that's what so, he said AJ, would you be okay since, since since Dylan had a kicker, punter, and and <laughs> kick returner somewhere around this area, and it's messed up everything on his. I think it's. I think you and I here can discuss it. Would you be okay with me putting JJ Watt, Chandler Jones, and Buda Baker oh, here at yeah. seven because of Buda Baker being? I'm not saying he's bad, but he would be the weak link on that, and there is no weak link when you look at that Tampa Bay defense. Though when you look at that trio. I, I could see them being below the three that I said. Uh, Dylan, where did you have Chandler Jones, Buda Baker, and JJ on your list? That top, top five. Yes, I get that. But if we're discussing possibly putting them here, <laughs> kind of need to know. I had him. I had him at four. Wow. I had him at four. Aaron had him at five, I and he it. didn't even think about the Tampa Bay trio. That to me, I mean, he went off the dome because to me that sounds like an oversight. Like, I, I don't know how you could deny those three being so some of the top so, three defensive players in the league. So this one comes down to you, AJ. Did I do enough to convince you to put at seven here? Did I do enough to convince you to bump that trio, that Buccaneers trio ahead of the Arizona Cardinals trio? I, I would say yes, which means they just have to be argued for again, though, because who knows what could happen at, at six. six. Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, get down, we'll get down to that road. We'll get because Dylan has I'm with well, that. Dylan has well, Dylan has who at, at seven at four. So at we'll, four, we'll get into yeah. that. So at number seven, it's going to be Watt. <laughs> oh, Thursdays. It's going to be Jones and it's going to be Baker. 
I'm going to number six here. I'll pull, pull up the graphic one more time here, ladies and gentlemen. You beautiful people. Dylan's upset. He put a kicker, a punter, <laughs> and a kick returner in his top 10. Uh, okay, so there it is. There's our list right now. Got one, t- 10 through 7 done here. At number 6, AJ, who do you have at number 6? Let somebody else start. That, okay. that might change the argument. Do I have if to start I with Dylan? My first, yeah. I mean, you can do whatever you want, except make Logan me go Cook, now. Josh Lambo, <laughs> Logan Cook, Josh Lambo, and uh, Pharaoh Campbell. Travis Etienne. Cooper, Cooper. There it is. Pharaoh Cooper. Who you got, Dylan? That's six. false. Might be a little too low for you guys, but I'd like to see him in action first. I got Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. At six? Six. Yes. Wow. The workload of Derrick Henry over the years has really made me sort of question it. Julio Jones hasn't been elite for about a year or so. He's been banged up. A.J. Brown's legit. A.J. Brown's a I what was your Derrick Henry point again? Can you list, Derrick Henry point again? He's been overworked. Got it. Okay. Got it. His carries are nuts. He yeah. he cannot keep up That's this fair. this track, even even given how big he is. Now I question if the offense identity is going to change a little bit with the addition of the two. Like I said, I want to see them in action first before I can make them a top well, you've five. Seen duo. AJ, you've seen AJ Brown in action. You've seen Derrick Henry in action. That's what you're yes, going off of. They're then. legit. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you're going off of, let's see it in action. It's another year of usage of Derrick Henry, and it's the addition of a Julio Jones, who is still a great receiver. Don't get me wrong there. But what I'm saying is last year, you look at the Falcons, Calvin Ridley was a better receiver every single time he was on the field. So you go ahead, AJ. No, no, you were going to speak. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to move on to uh, – okay, I obviously okay. have right. White, David, so, and Barrett here. So, All right, Dylan, this is not at you. This is at everybody in the world who keeps saying Julio is an injury prone receiver. Julio had a injury last season. That was a nagging injury that kept bugging him. He started nine games last season, still put up 771 yards the year before that 15 games started with 1300 yards, 1394, almost 14. The year before that 16 games started 1677 yards, both years before that 1400 yards, both uh, the year before that, 1,800 yards. This man had one season, and everyone's acting like, oh, he got hurt at 32, so he's dying. That's not the case. I never Julio, said injury prone. Again, again, this is to everybody. Like, you may have said he was banged up. Everyone else is saying he's an old injury prone receiver. That is not the case. Julio Jones is still going to be a very, very good receiver. To your point about Calvin Ridley being the better receiver last season, remember I said Julio knew that he was going to be getting out of there? Julio Jones is also very aware when you have a young stud in Calvin Ridley and he's still able to do what he needs to do. He speaks very highly about Julio Jones being a mentor in that locker. Julio Jones has been the guy to eat up yards every single year of his career and then let another guy like Calvin Ridley, like Roddy White, grab touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. He doesn't mind being the yard muncher and having other people put up sixes. That's fine. He's always been there for the team. Calvin Ridley is a very talented receiver. That is why I donned his jersey on my back. But these catches like this, Julio Jones is still very capable, and you know Ryan Tannehill loves to have a high-point receiver. This duo is the one, or trio is the one you should be talking about, top five, yeah. undoubtedly. Yeah, they are. Derrick Henry with the carries, they are a lot, but that's a big boy right there. Yeah. If anyone can take a couple beatings, it's going to be a minute, minute before he's feeling them carries. Yeah, they're 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 very high on my list as well. So let's get AJ. Who is at your sixth spot here? Uh, my sixth spot consisted of this is where I put Dak, Amari, and Zeke. Ooh, 
uh, for these guys, like I know they have offensive prowess, but I say it again, year after year, we hype them up. They go eight and eight. So, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna need to see a little bit more. So let me ask you this. So I will stay along with that. Do you have the, that trio, that Tampa defense trio coming up in the top five? Well, no, I had about seven. Remember? Okay. So, so I have, I have Dak Cooper and Zeke at five. And I wow. feel like, I feel like, but I feel like, I feel like that Tampa trio has to be on here. And they have not I think on. Tampa trio, Tampa trio makes sense here. I don't have the Dallas duo or trio on oh, my list. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. Zeke hasn't looked right ever since he went to Cabo. Uh, Amari Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Amari, Amari Cooper. I mean, he's a solid receiver, but I mean, I want more out of him. And Dak's coming off a freak ankle injury. I don't, I'm not even thinking about them. Wow. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. That's fair points. It's, it's I fair you. points. I feel you. So, so let's, yeah, right. well then I'm down with that Tampa trio right there. So we're locking in that Tampa trio here. Levante, David, Shaq Barrett, and Devin white friend of the show. Shaq Barrett, by the way, friend of the show. Right. That should have been good enough to put them at number one. Also. Yeah, that is, Two-time that is true. Super Bowl champion. You listen. Think to about it. Listen. Hey, I'll say this real quick. I guess, I guess the trio thing kind of makes sense, but it, it I don't think Amari Cooper is a good receiver outside of Dak Prescott. I mean, it's, it's their was connection he, that makes him good. Wasn't he good in Oakland, though, with Derek He was Carter. good in Oakland. He was, he was solid in Oakland, but he had Crabtree, who was in his prime on the outside. I'm not saying Crabtree was a better receiver, but he did end up making plays, which gave him some last coverage. you say Crabtree and, was, and, pri- was it prime Crabtree Derek in Carr, Oakland? Derek, Derek Carr was th- throws great deep balls, and that helped Amari out a little bit. But what I'm saying is he needs a quarterback to succeed. I don't I that's Michael. one of those things I don't like hearing when people say like when we were talking about the draft and we we're talking about like uh, like certain players like wide receivers does does chase does Jamar Chase need Joe Burrow is that like the is that like the obviously that's how it ended up with them being drafted but like is it Joe Burrow that's doing the great things or is it Jamar Chase which one is it on is it Kadarius Tony doing the great things or is it Kyle Trask is it Mac Jones or is it Devonte Smith I feel like I feel like that's just a, I can answer all of them I, I know ooh, <laughs> Vegas two one baby let's go um but it's I just feel like it's such a I I hate that comparison where it's like you're saying it's on one person or it's on this and that if it's not as clear as day as like what Mac Jones and Devontae Smith was, I do have Dak and uh, Zeke and Cooper in my top five at this point. It would be AJ. Who is that number five for you? Because we're locking in Shaq Barrett, uh, Levante David, and Devin White. We're locking those guys in at six. Who was that your six, Dylan? My six was Henry Brown Julio. Oh, that's right. Okay. I was just, I was preparing myself for the fight we're going to have at five. Uh, (laughs) uh, For me at five, to joke when I had them much higher, uh, you know, I just had Tampa based offense, defense and special teams. But uh, at five, I'm putting Brady Gronk and Godwin. Ooh. Um, now, with the with it being the season, I could see how you could put Mike Evans there. Um, but it's just the connection between Brady and Gronk when they're on the same team. You can't really not say those two names. I'll, just so you know, though, you said Mike Evans wasn't much last season. Mike Evans still put up a thousand yard season, by the way. And I think he had 13 touchdowns. Chris Godwin was banged up last year, but the year before he put up, I think I want to say 1200 yards. I don't quote look me at, on that. Look at their numbers when both were healthy. It's good. It's dating. When, when both were healthy, Godwin, Godwin had the good games. Evans sort of took a day off. That's sort of what I mean when the trios all go together in symphony. That's fair. That's fair. Well, they, well five, for them, though. they just have a thousand people. But I put Brady Gronk and uh, 
Brady Gronk and Godwin here. Who's that? Your so so if if my math checks out here, you guys shat on me for having Thielen, Cook, and Jefferson where I had them, and you didn't. I don't. I Dylan, are they at five for you? No, it's Wilson no. Lockett. You Metcalf have those here. guys in the top four. Wow, top five. Okay. Wilson Lockett Metcalf at five. Ooh, I had I, Wilson Lockett and Metcalf at four. I I like the Wilson Metcalf and Lockett at five. If I were to choose one at five for me, it was uh, it was Dak, Cooper, and Zeke. So I have a, I have a hope I, I would putting them on the list though. Because we're now getting to the nitty gritty where yeah. we're we're all kind of having different guys. So someone's gonna get left off that's in our top five. And it's really hard to to get Crazy. at. It's really hard to get at. So Dak Cooper <laughs> Zeke at five for me. Dylan has uh Wilson, Wilson Lockett McCaff. And I have Brady Gronk and Godwin, which against mm, I, I would take mine over your Dak and uh, Cooper and Zeke. I don't know that I would take mine over Russell, DK, and Tyler as I had them higher. I don't, Dylan. What about what would you take? Would you take? Uh, well, he Kong? wouldn't take mine. He doesn't like. I'm him. not taking either. No, no, no. But it just okay. So I think we, I think we, I think we figured it out here. Wilson, Lockett, Metcalf at five. I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair thing because I don't, I, I don't like the Buccaneers one at all. To be completely honest. Lock it in. Yeah, uh, there you go. I'm lo- so AJ, are you okay with Wilson? Lock it. Metcalf. That sounds like I have to be. <laughs> so, I mean, defend yourself. Right. Defend yourself. I mean, I tried. I did. I mean, th- we've seen what this offense could do. I understand the trio part of it, and I understand why you said it didn't work. It, I mean, to be honest, they have too many weapons. You That's have? Do you have Metcalf? Problem, like, do you have Metcalf? Lock it. I had them at four. You have a four. I had them at four. Okay. Yeah. Dylan, who do you have it for? Oh, we'll lock in. I think I think it's fair to say we'll lock in Lockett, Wilson, and Metcalf. You're at five. Who are is that number four for you, Dylan? My four I mentioned earlier, JJ Watt, Chandler Jones, Buddha Baker. Okay. Okay. AJ, and you have you said you have Metcalf, Lockett, Wilson. I have I I have Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones. At four. I got them at three. I have them at four. And obviously with the, you don't know if you don't know if Aaron Rodgers is playing or not, but at this point, I just want to, at this point, I want to assume Aaron Rodgers is playing just so I can have this trio at four. In my opinion, I, I think they, they, do you not have them on your list? Because I he don't, be, no, I don't believe Aaron Rodgers will be there. And okay. at that point they don't got a three. I don't uh, got a trio. That's fair. I, I, but these I are, do like, not believe he's on their active roster. Yeah. Sure, sure. But that's why I got them top yeah. three. So you're telling what you're saying to me though is you're telling me you believe he'll be there. You're telling me you don't I believe do him believe when he says he's there. not playing. I do hmm. believe he'll be there. I've said it. I'm on the fence. It, I'm, I'm not saying look, he's not. I better look at that man in the eyes. That man is out in Cali and Hawaii or wherever he's taking dips in the water with his girl and that man don't care nothing about this Green Bay organization. It's his teammates, it's his fans, and that's it. And but, Matt LaFleur. But today, today, right now, right now, that's a top 10 trio, top five trio. Yes. Are we yes. okay to lock them in at four then? Because Dylan doesn't have them at, doesn't have a number four. Because so, so basically, we've already decided we're leaving three. Dak, Amari, and Zeke off the list. Our, well, Dylan hates them. They're not, they're not getting any higher than four. I don't think it makes four. sense at all. They, yeah, they're not going I higher than I can't say it four. doesn't make sense, but. 
I can't say it doesn't make sense, but I mean, we're all going to fight here because like, okay. So, <laughs> the- so let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this. So Adams Jones and Rogers are at three for Dylan. I have them at four. You still want Dak Zeke and, uh, Amari. I'm not saying I still want them, but I'm just saying like that, that, that that's what would you be rather at number four, the Dallas trio or the green Bay trio. I mean, if we're <laughs> it's the green Bay trio without a question, if they're, if they're playing, well, what I'm uh, saying though is, is if we have, would you would you rather see that Green Bay trio have the rightful spot at number three? Dylan has them at three. I have them at four. I'm okay with them being at three, the Green Bay trio, and Dallas maybe being at four because I had Dallas at five. Nah, my see my my three. I, I I'm I'm pretty strong on my top three. Okay. Okay. So we can lock in whoever y'all want at four. We'll lock we'll lock <laughs> in, we'll lock in Rogers, Jones, and Adams here at four because Dak and 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 Amari are not on this list, which is, uh, which is right. I I don't know. I wouldn't say that's right. I would harsh. Yeah. It's a harsh list. Yeah, it is. We are, we're tough critics here. We are tough critics. And this is what happens. Everyone else for, for those watching right now, everyone else does their list as just offense. That's the popular thing to do. Yeah. We at the road sports cast, get down to the nitty gritty here. We make the tough decisions. We give you that entertaining content because yeah, it's easy to just do offense. But we don't like easy roads, okay? We like giving you that great. God, I wish we took the easy road. road. Yeah, I just thought of an honorable mention: Dak, <laughs> Dak, Amari. Yeah. No, top five no, honorable, top no. five honorable mention. <laughs> no, it, you could either go Stafford here or Cam Akers, but it's got to be Cup and Woods. Stafford, Cup, Woods—you got to see them together. I don't. Akers. I, I don't hate solid. what you're saying. I don't hate what you're saying, but I yeah, yeah I no, couldn't find a spot for him. I, he, he's you know an honorable I mean? mention. I, I agree. That's yeah. definitely an honorable mention in my yeah. opinion. For sure, for sure. Let's get to number three, though, boys. Let's get to number three. You see the list right now. We just put Adams, Jones, Rogers at four. Metcalf, excuse me, Metcalf, Lockett, and Wilson right behind him. Now we're getting down to it, boys. At number three, I'll I'll kick it off here. At number three, I oh, uh, mine's irrelevant here because my number three was Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Leonard Floyd because I think that they're mm. the best in the positions, and that's that's that. So, AJ, who's your number three that now that my number three does not matter? This is where Minnesota chimes in for me. Justin oh, Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook. They're fantastic. They're fire. Uh, it sounds to me like Dylan has them at number two. Uh, but I do. But you also... You you took one of my top three and you put them way up in the in the rafters. So, so here's here's um, where we our idea for pardon the interrupt around the horn type of things go. AJ, you mm-hmm. want him at four or three. Dylan, you want him at two. Dylan, why do you want Adams or not Adam? Here Dylan, we go. Jefferson and Cook at two. Is is this the debate between? I think it's got to be Tennessee, Minnesota here for three, right? Yeah. This is what we're debating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay, so I mentioned the mileage there on Derrick Henry. I mentioned Julio Jones being banged up last year, coming over. A.J. Brown, legit wide receiver on the outside. That's a monster. He's, I mean, that's, they're just three physical specimens. But you look at Minnesota, and it, it seems like the quarterback position there is still up in the question. Thielen is a legit possession receiver. Justin Jefferson is could potentially exactly. be the next big, big wide receiver in the NFL. And Dalvin Cook is the best running back in the NFL. So, I mean, it's it's a big thing there. Dalvin Cook, he runs the ball well, receives well out of the backfield. Those three on offense are a nightmare for anybody. And I, I think if we had this conversation, if they had a Deshaun Watson in there or if they had a legit quarterback, 
I think that's an offense that everyone puts in the record books up there with Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill because they have legit weapons on the outside. And then they also have a top five, I think, number one running back right there. And we've seen them all in action do it before, and I think we're going to see them do it again for a long time. So Kirk Cousins is the reason that they're at three for me and not number two. Uh, with Dalvin Cook, I, I'm with you, at, at least top two. At least top two, top eh. hands down top five. I can argue top three. And what Justin Jefferson did last season, you know, we talk about the young cats. Let's see it again. Let's see it again. I believe in him. I believe he can do it for sure. And Adam Thielen has proven from undrafted to what could be a number one option. Uh, this offense is prolific. When one of the guys aren't on, the next guy's on. You've seen what Dalvin Cook can do. But yeah, the injury concerns for Dalvin Cook does worry me a little bit. Because it's not when, if, it's when he gets injured in the season. How bad is it? Um, and then, you know, Adam Thielen, because of Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen will have his games that are just kind of cold. Yeah. Um, when you want to talk about number two, I haven't seen what? Your face. Go ahead before I go to the I'm, I'm thinking A.J. Brown has cold games. We see him go two for 26. A.J. Brown also has injury concerns. Right. Right now, when okay, so so I can move forward to number two. So when it comes to number two, I haven't seen many people stop Derrick Henry whatsoever. Just coming off a two thousand yard season, seventeen touchdowns, um, with uh, AJ Brown, two seasons in the league, a thousand yards over each, and now you're adding Julio Jones to that. Who again, I expect to come back and put the world on notice. Do I think he's going to have 9, 10, 11 touchdowns? No, but I definitely think he's going for another 1,100-yard season and maybe five touchdowns while A.J. Brown has 1,000 yards and eight, nine touchdowns. Who knows what Derrick Henry's going to do behind that line? The play action that you're going to be able to have with these receivers, not to mention you can add a third Josh Reynolds that you're watching for, I just think their offense is going to be a little bit more prolific at number two. So something I want to consider here though, is like this, and this is very interesting. It might not, it doesn't really support any of them being chosen over the other, but both of these teams had that problem last season. I feel like with the, not like an identity problem, but like you look at Tennessee, they were always that run first team. The, the offense ran through Derrick Henry, Minnesota, they could not figure out whether they wanted to have the offense run through Dalvin cook or whether they wanted to have the offense run through the receiving game. Neither of these teams have that balance. I feel like yet like that. I feel like, is, is that a fair statement? I think it was, uh, I think with Tennessee, you might see a changing of the guard now that Arthur Smith is gone. Um, you know, I don't recall who they brought in for their OC, uh, but you, you don't, you don't bring in a, a weapon like Julio and don't have plans to use him. You know, I think they wanted to get a little bit more dangerous on on the outside. You know, I think they are going to use Julio in what they were hoping they would have had with Corey Davis next to A.J. Brown. And you, it's not like it's not like Derek. Huh? Todd Downing is their new offense coordinator. Gotcha. He was their tight end coach. Got you. Um, and I don't see Derrick Henry slowing down or not getting any opportunities. So uh, yeah. I, I think they will. I think they'll throw the ball a lot more. I think they do want to give Tannehill uh the opportunity, not just to hand it off to Derrick Henry and let him eat, which, you know, of course, they're still going to run the damn ball. That's what Vrabel wants, but yeah. you just brought in Julio. You're That's gonna a Colts slogan. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vrabel literally was wearing the mask last season that said, run the damn ball. That's like, so great. Over and over again. Stole it for a That's so the great. Um, Dylan? 
I, I want to I want to bring up one more point that sort of solidifies mine. Dalvin Cook is the best all around running back. I mean, he he still runs it down. Henry is a north south bruiser that'll just punish you and send you to the floor. But the thing with Dalvin Cook is you get the receiving game, you get that out of the backfield. And I did have one simple little question here, and I I'm not going to say where I swing on this fence as I ask it, but how much better is Ryan Tannehill than Kirk Cousins? They're both the same. Yeah, I was gonna say like I. Then why are we having the conversation about this at so all? I, 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 let me break I, it. Let I, me, I would give the nod slightly, but to Tannehill just because he's a little more mobile. Go ahead. But that's Go the ahead. thing, though. It, like you want you want to break it down like that, so you have Tannehill and Cousins as a wash, and then you go who I take. All let's just let's just all say they're all healthy here. Everyone's healthy here. Let's play that game. Julio over Adam Thielen and I take AJ Brown over Justin Jefferson, just because we've seen AJ Brown do it more. That one's a lot closer, but I say Julio over Thielen and I say AJ Brown over Justin Jefferson. So that's a two, that's a two nothing thing right there. That's. Yo, this one's really, really hard because it's, it's really, really hard because I mean, if you want to look at it the other way, you know, uh, you take Julio over AJ or over Justin Jefferson. Are you taking Adam Thielen over AJ over AJ Brown? No, I think that'd be a wash in my opinion. I think that'd be a wash sure. in my opinion. I think AJ Brown, the potential AJ Brown. That's the thing. AJ Brown's ceiling to me is much higher than what Adam Thielen's ceiling is. You're talking so about a guy like who, I mean, Adam Thielen well, was great for the touchdowns last season, but he still didn't produce a thousand yards. So that's a that's a concern. He's done it. AJ Brown, but that's the Julio doesn't produce. I think AJ Brown can get the touchdowns, and I think AJ Brown will eclipse a thousand yards. Julio doesn't get the touchdowns, but he's the one who's getting all of the yards. I mean, I think Adam Thielen is just a uh, maybe I scored, maybe I didn't, but I'm getting a lot of targets and a lot of receptions. This is blasphemy because uh, I believe that Kirk Cousins and the Vikings played in the NFC title game, so uh, it also happened there. Yeah. Okay. They cool. got destroyed well, I mean, by San Francisco. But. A couple of years before that, Julio Jones was in a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay. So I've made my decision. Yeah. I about to say you might have to be the one that decides. I've, on I've this. made my decision at two. I'm going Brown, Jones, Henry, and I'm going at three Cook, Thielen, and Jefferson. And to be fair, to be fair, Dylan, I'll be honest here. I'll be fa- I'll be honest. I had Brown, Jones, Henry at two. So I needed Dylan to convince me otherwise. And you did not, sir. I apologize. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. We, we were also looking at this as like a whole and breaking it down to wash and all this stuff. We haven't yet seen this Tennessee offense together. We saw Minnesota just do that last year. And I mean, Adam Thielen had a pretty, I don't want to say down year because he did get the touchdowns, but I think, I just think Minnesota is going to make a big jump next year. Oh. Just offensively as a, as a whole, they're getting everybody back. I honestly think they're the division winners, but that does not solidify my point because it's just opinion. But looking at it as a whole, I, I I truly believe that the Minnesota Vikings deserve that two spot because we've seen them do it before. I, I think this is, but, but I think this is it, one where you're looking at the individual talents coming together. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and this, Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Also, also, really it's, it's Mike Zimmer. It's Mike Zimmer's team that's been there together. Mm-hmm. You look over at the Tennessee, they new. lose Arthur Smith. There's a lot of, a lot new, of new in Tennessee. And that's the, I, I think when it comes down to it, yes, that is, that could very well happen where Tennessee's offense 
does not come through. And again, like AJ yeah. said, it's a very hard one to, to decide. Good thing this was hard because number one's not going to be hard for any of us. Uh, but- yeah, honestly, I, I, I'm sorry. I'll just say this. Like, I think it ended up, ended up just being majority rules here because like, you, like honestly, yeah. like you have very, very good points. And clearly I really like Minnesota as well. I don't understand how you had the Tennessee at six though. That, that, that's what it yeah. is for me on that point. Yeah, and, but, and, and, and that's the last thing I'll say about it so we can... And, know, and I think with the, with the way I look at it too, you, you brought up the fact that we haven't seen this offense together, but we also haven't seen Justin Jefferson do this twice. But we've seen him already together but, once. But we've seen what Julio Jones has done. Heard of a we've seen slow. what A.J. Brown has done. We've seen what Derrick Henry has, has done. And we, But that's the thing. So you've seen A.J. Brown do it together. more than once. You've seen A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry do it more than once. You've seen... You haven't with the new O.C., that is fair. That's that my fair, point. very fair points. Very fair points. Are they just going to stop catching the ball? Minnesota, Minnesota has coordinator. Is Derrick Henry going to stop running people over because there's a new offense coordinator? Is Julio going to make drop passes now because there's a new offense coordinator? I, I, I don't see it. I, if, if you are getting them the ball, they are going to make things happen. Offensive coordinator or not. Offense coordinator not may, may not get him down the field the right way. But hey, if, if they're getting ten receptions and ninety yards and no touchdowns every game, well, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> you know what? You know what it is. What it is. Number one coming in at number one, it's Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on here. Number one. Hold on. I can't believe on. it. It's gonna be a new number one. <laughs> It's not Hertz, Hertz, and Rager. Uh, no, it's probably Sam Cook, Justin Tucker, and Devin Dune. Ah, that's not what I was gonna do. But the number one trio in all of the land as of tonight. That's what it is. That's a wrap, boys. That's another rough cut sports cast show. We got the rough cut ranks. I'll change it real back to the real thing real quick. Hold on here, hold on here, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on here. Yeah, while he's doing that. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, served by one Patrick Mahomes. It's not even Just fair. Year after year. I mean, we're, we'd be talking about three back-to-back-to-back Super Bowl appearances if not for a pre-snap penalty on uh, when Tom Brady threw an interception. They're just so good. You watch Hill in a quarter put up 200 yards, seven receptions, two touchdowns in a quarter. In a quarter. We know what. We know what Kelsey can do. Watch Mahomes try himself to fair. beat the Bucks alone in the Super Bowl, but he couldn't throw the ball to himself. This they man are. was horizontal to the ground and hitting guys in the face with the ball, and they just couldn't catch it. They're too good. It's just not fair. It really is not fair. But they deserve the number one spot. That was the easiest. I'm really glad we. Uh, I'm really glad you brought up that the the point where we should go from ten to one because one is just. That's it. Yeah. Imagine how quick the fights would have been though if we went the other way around because at seven i'm like i don't care he's not the best <laughs> no i don't care they're not the best it's so, true. true it's captivating as looking at the tennessee trio again real quick i, I want to draw a comparison to something that we've already seen in the nfl and it's actually with atlanta i know julio is still the factor there but when i see this i think of the old falcons team now i'm not i'm not calling uh derrick henry michael turner but I think that trio there, it's sort of like taking some of Tony Gonzalez's physique, throwing it into Roddy White, putting him on the outside. So it's sort of a Tony Gonzalez-Roddy White duo 
along with uh, Julio Jones and a bigger, bigger, better Michael Turner back there. So Tennessee is going to be fun to so, watch. So to get into yeah. to get into the football talk here, well, last thing before we really end it out, you guys want the final countdown tonight? We the final countdown again tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final countdown, everybody. Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? No homework no. for everybody. Okay. Final countdown coming up in a little bit, but I just want to bring this up. You lose. I know John New Smith was not that big of a deal in Tennessee. Like I, there was a lot of hate on him from last season. I still, I still think, <laughs> I still think he's good, a good tight end. They don't. They have what Anthony Ferkser now as their tight end. You think Julio Jones Michael is now going to be their big body receiver in the end zone that like they're going to really target a lot? You think that's going to be a thing? Because now you have Derek. You, I mean, you have Derek Henry and a big body receiver in Julio Jones to where you can play action in the end zone. Although Ryan Tannehill is not that mobile to be able to roll out and hit Julio Jones that often, but I still I still think it's going to be possible. True. No, you don't. Okay. He's a that's fair. Leader. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. I'm, I I I really like. I'm very excited to see that final countdown coming up. AJ, any last words before we end it for our audio listeners? Whew, thanks for putting up with us. That was a uh, was an interesting debate. We had to knock that out a little bit. Uh, that was hard, man. Putting them together, defense and offense, and really wanting to find spots for some of these defensive trios and having to knock some of these other guys around, it just shows you, I mean, football minds all have a different thought and all see the way offenses and, and teammates and players can come together. So uh, this is a fun, this is a fun little uh, quote unquote exercise, if you will, but uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Can't wait for football. Football's on the way. Football. Pants, huh? pick, pick, pick skins and pancakes. Dylan, any last words? Not really. Not really. Uh, it was a lot of fun diving into it. Uh, of course, there were. I, I still am a little bit upset that you sort of roasted the special teams thing, but you know it is what it is. I felt like they were a legit. If you're ranking special teams trios, they're the best. Yeah, and when we do that, feel free to put them on there. But in a top ten <laughs> in the NFL, hell to the no, hell to the no, no, no. Get it out of here. Okay, final countdown coming up in just one more, one more, one more final word. One more final word. It's important. Diamond Talk, Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. with your boy Aaron, the Messiah Mukes, and our guy Dylan J.B. Kearns. MLB fans, we got you. We are finally doing it. A baseball show just for you. Catch Diamond Talk starting this Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. Don't. You, you don't. You, you really just don't want to miss it. You, you don't. Like, it'd be a bad idea if you missed it. Yeah, and because you brought that up, AJ, I need you to do me a favor and tell them where they can find Diamond Talk and if they want to follow us and all that good stuff. Nope. Nope. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to tell them to follow us at Rough Cut underscore sports on Twitter. I'm not going to tell them to go to Facebook at Rough Cut Sports to find us. I'll be damned if I tell them to go to the Rough Cut Sportscast on Instagram to find us. That'd be like me taking the time to tell someone to go to YouTube and look for Rough Cut Sportscast because we got videos and content and then having the audacity to tell them to like it and subscribe to it and hit the bell and then like tell everybody. Psh, crazy. No, like everybody. Like you think I'm gonna tell them to tell everybody? Psh, like crazy. everybody or like anybody? Like anybody like and everybody? Everybody, anybody, somebody, that body, not nobody, everybody. Who? Nope. Okay. <laughs> and thanks, halftime sports collectibles, for being a sponsor of the show. Thank you, Yeti, for being a sponsor of the show. Thank you to the Belly Up Sports Network for having us be a part of their network. Again, we are the best of the best. You know it. Tomorrow's Fun and Games Friday, 8.30 p.m. live, Eastern Time on the Facebook, YouTube, and the Twitter sphere. For AJ Johnson, for Dylan Kearns. Adios, turd nugget.
We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.